What's up, guys? We are back. This is The Real Deal with Casey and Jason, where we talk real life, real experiences, and occasionally real estate. And you might notice we have something a little bit new today. We have two things that are new today. <laughs> yeah. One is this beautiful mic right here in front of my face and in front of our guest face. Um, did a little modification to our setup. Yeah. I'm proud of you. This was... We'll see how it turns out. We've talked about for a while, so maybe... Maybe people in the audience can let us know if it, if it sounds a little clearer. Now. Yeah, let us know, guys, because we uh, we started this podcast and we don't know anything about um, anything, anything. <laughs> especially not anything technical. So uh, we got some recommendations on mics that we purchased. They're great mics. Uh, they were expensive. I think the quality was great, but with our new setup in here in this room, it was very echoey, I thought. And uh, we got another recommendation for these mics, a little different setup. So let us know what you think if it sounds a little bit better than it did before. Um, but without further ado, we have a special guest here. And I'll kick this off the way we kick it off with every guest. Have you listened to every episode in full of The Real Deal? The only thing I haven't seen is the uh, this latest one where you guys are like jumping and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the so I just ran out of time and didn't get to watch. I think I did see the, the jump, but after that I, I, appreciate. I, I had to turn it off. Is that right? Is that right? Yeah. So what Pat's referring to is uh, our podcast dropped today, not in audio format, right. but we did it on YouTube. So we did an NFL Combine up at Titus with our buddy Dean, who we had on the podcast. So Jason and I, along with a couple college athletes mm-hmm. and pro prospects, uh, went through a Combine. So we did like Broad jump, vertical jump, 10-yard, 40-yard dash. Pro agility. The pro agility. And um, just a couple mid-30s guys out there showing off a little bit. It was awesome. Yeah. It was a blast, man. It looks like a really nice place. Oh, yeah. It's a great, great place up at uh, the Chase Fieldhouse. Okay. In Wilmington. Yeah. So if um, if you're out there and you're an athlete or you know an athlete that's looking to take things to the next level, that place is, like, beautiful. Nothing like we had when, when we played in college. Yeah, no. Um, just phenomenal facility, great people up there. So check that out if you haven't seen it. Um, but so Pat, why don't you uh, introduce yourself, or if you want, I can introduce you to how we know each other. Yeah, well, I'm Pat, <laughs> and uh, you know we were neighbors for yep. a while. What I think uh, you lived in the neighborhood before I did. And I moved in October, twenty thirteen, I think. Yeah, this was, uh, we moved in April 2013. Okay. And then, yeah, you were shortly after that. Yeah, so what? When did you, when did you move? Away from there? Yeah. It was uh, 2019. Oh, that, I thought, for some reason, I thought that it was, you know, earlier, 2017, 2018. So yeah. So we've known each other for a while. Yeah, it was 2019. After, uh, after my dad passed away, we ended up moving out. So, yeah, me and Pat were neighbors, and um, we were good friends when we lived Oh, close yeah. by. Yeah, we had some good times. Had some good times. <laughs> it's real easy when you just got to walk across the street. Yes. Yeah. Get home. There was a lot of driveway beers involved. A lot of oh, yeah. driveway beers. Along with our other crew down there. Yeah. So, Luke so, and Tina. Luke and Tina, shout out if, yeah. they, if they tune in. They're probably right. in the driveway right now, like wondering where I am. Because yeah. <laughs> it is Friday at 4. Yeah. yeah. On a really nice day. Um, and then we reconnected um, here recently. Be, obviously, because of the podcast, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Because yeah. of the podcast. Yeah, I think, um, you know, your face just popped up on my YouTube, <laughs> and I'm like, That's, what is this? That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I've enjoyed the podcast so far. You guys are doing great. But Thank you, man. It's impressive. Yeah, appreciate it, man. Um, and kind of what we connected on is what we're going to get into today is like our whole uh, mission with the podcast has always been 
to, to help people and help people develop based on things that we've done in our lives because, you know, we don't have it all figured out. We're kind of piecing things together as we go, always looking for ways to improve, to feel better, um, to be healthier. And that's a journey that you've been on too. Yeah. Yeah. So by no means do I know what I'm talking about. Like I'm basically just winging this. That's yeah. our disclaimer too. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so I actually have a sign in my garage that says, uh, I'm an idiot. Don't take my advice unless you're like extremely desperate, <laughs> right? Uh, which is true. Like you know, uh, I've been on this journey since about January, but by no means was it like is everything intentional or on purpose. Like I've yeah. worked really hard to try to get to where I am, uh, you know. And I was January third. I was 256 pounds. Wow. And then today I weighed in at 218. That's awesome. 218.0. I was really upset that it wasn't that, 37. 38, almost 40 pounds? Something like that. Yeah. 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 That's great. Wow. That's a lot if of I weight. that math wrong, everybody's going to let me know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And and just to, um, also for the disclaimer, we always say we're not doctors. Pat is a doctor, actually. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. He's not a doctor. I was like, he, what? He, yeah, look, he looks like one. <laughs> He's got a, a certain time. I, like, I feel a little overdressed. <laughs> but um, so that's impressive. So since January... Yeah, over 30 pounds. And what's your goal for, like, what are you trying to get down to weight-wise? So my goal, my original goal was just 225. I thought if I could just get to 225, I'm going to feel a whole heck of a lot better. Um, but I've gotten there, and I'm still not quite happy. So now it's 195. I'd like to be a good, healthy 195. I graduated high school at 200. Yeah. So back in... Like 2018, actually lost 50. I was big then too. I remember that. Yeah. Uh, and I lost 50 pounds. And actually, your dad was one of my biggest supporters. That's right? awesome. Yeah. Every, every time I would come outside, his dad be out there cutting his grass for him. Mm. <laughs> my, my dad doesn't uh, we gotta cut talk about my this. grass. But yeah, he'd be out there and he'd be like, man, you're going to waste away to nothing. He'd yell at me and I'd be like, yeah, thanks. Get back in the house. Um, but yeah, so back in 2018, I lost 50 pounds. I did, um, it actually, it's kind of a pre-story to all of this. So 2016, one of my best friends was getting married. And we went to Colorado for a bachelor party. Mm-hmm. And I ended up tearing my ACL. Mm. On the slopes? On the slopes. Yeah. Like, you know, I've skied in the Poconos. I grew up skiing. I thought that I was a great skier until I went to the po- or until I went out to A-Basin in Colorado <laughs> and realized that those are real mountains. It's different. It's different and I learned very quickly how different it was I think it was like my third time down the mountain yeah. I was going to say hill but it definitely <laughs> a mountain fell tore my ACL my buddy Tom whose bachelor party it was actually has it on video he's like skiing next to me can you send that to us Nick can we put <laughs> if you get up with him he will gladly share it with you he yeah. shows it every day that I'm around. Oh, so check this out. This. And there's really cool. good commentary to it. He's like, yeah, you know, here we are. We're going down the hill. Here's Pat. And he, and I fall. And he's like, oh, man, we got a situation here. A <laughs> situation. And he continues on down the mountain. So I try to get up. And my knee is, like, not working. Like, it's bending backwards. It's not, I can't put any weight on it. So I'm like, hey, look, what do I do? Right? You're on the side of a mountain. I'm on the, I'm on the mountain. everybody else is... People are just skiing by me. Yeah. I'm kind of like in the way. Yeah. Um, so the I'm like kind of underneath the lift, right? Like the chairlift. Yeah. And there's this like ski patrol guy. And he's like, 
are you okay? Right? He just yells at me, and I'm like, ah. I'm like, nah, man, I'm not. Like, I'm not okay. Uh, I want to be. Like, I don't want all this to happen. So they ski over to me. They're like, what's wrong? I'm like, I don't know. I did something on my knee. I can't put any weight on it. It's like bended in every direction. I have no idea what happened. So they load me up in this big yellow toboggan, mm. and they take off down the lift, and I'm like, I'm laying there. I'm so embarrassed, I'm like covering my face. <laughs> and he's blowing a whistle, the guy that's pulling this toboggan thing, and he's blowing this whistle and yelling, toboggan coming through, right? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm mortified. You are causing this scene. Right? Is there a video of that part? <laughs> <laughs> I think there's photographs of it, actually. So fast forward, we get down to the thing, and we stop. And I don't realize they have to load me onto this chairlift. They need back up to like their emergency tent or whatever it was. So like I've got my face covered and I open my eyes like this to look to see what's going around. And there's all these strangers that are waiting in line, like looking down at me. It was terrible. It was so embarrassing, right? So had surgery. That recovery was like 11 months. I couldn't do anything. I remember I that. Down for the count. I got up to like 250 or something like that. I was the heaviest I ever was. Um, I had to get back in shape like really rapidly. Yeah. Uh, so I joined a gym called Legion in Middletown. Yeah. Right. No Legion. It's that six-week program where they challenge you to lose twenty pounds. I forget how much it was. I'll just say it was like six hundred bucks for six weeks. But if you lose twenty pounds, they give you your six hundred back. Sounds like Horosis model. Yep. Right. So I do it. I think I lost like twenty-five pounds the first six weeks. They give me the option. Do you want your money back or do you want to roll it into another challenge? So reluctantly, I'm like, yeah, roll it into another challenge. I'm still really big. So uh, I end up losing another like 25 pounds. I lost 50 pounds total. Wow. Super proud of myself. Like mm-hmm. I think I was, I was down to like 200, 201 or something like that. So I take the check with the intentions of I'm going to go to another gym and uh, just continue this on my own. Like, I don't have another 20 pounds to lose. I'm going to lose my 600 bucks. So <clears throat> I went to bed that night and I feel like I woke up the next morning and I gained all <laughs> 56 pounds back, basically. Like it came back so fast. There was no commitment. I had no plan. Mm-hmm. I was kind of winging it. It was almost like, you know, that program was great. But at the end of that six weeks, like, I was done. Yeah. And it was you time. You did that. It was time to drink again. It was time to eat again. I was had this new body. I was feeling great and confident. I was like, you know, I was eating all the things, drinking yeah. all the things. So that came back real fast. So I kind of like got stuck in this role of uh, I'm just a big dude, mm-hmm. right? Like I'm just meant to be fat. That was like your... Uh you're ra- you, you could rationalize yeah, lots of yeah. things by like, just being like, ah, oh, this is just how I am. Yeah, well, I worked so hard during those 12 weeks and uh, restricted my diet so much. Like, to me, it wasn't sustainable, right? right. Like, and, and because of the knee injury, I never felt like I could run. Like, these were all hit exercises, mm-hmm. like body weight stuff. I never felt like I could go and lift weights again or run again, right? And running any amount of distance... I'm like, no, I got a bad knee. Like, my knee is never going to be the same. Yeah. Right? That was in my head. Like, got this injury. I've got bad knees. I'm not capable mm-hmm. of running anywhere. So you've already put, I'm just a bigger guy on you. I have a bad knee. You put that on you. So like, you're setting limits for yourself. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And yeah. I'm, like, convinced. Yeah. Right? Like, never again in my life will I run more, greater than a mile. Right. Right? 
So I get stuck in this in this routine, right? And the pounds just keep adding up and keep adding up, keep adding up. And, um, you know, I go to work. Oh, so first of all, I'd wake up really late. I'd hit the snooze button a mm-hmm. hundred times. I think I had like 15 alarms set. I'd snooze every single one of them until I was late. I had to rush to work, right? Not being productive at work. I'd come home, open the fridge, crack a Coors Light, crack six more Coors Lights. <laughs> yep. I can relate to all this, by the way. I, I can, yeah, it sounds exactly like my life. I just know you guys are probably drinking together. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Based on what you've said. Too. Well, there was a party where I think I drank almost a whole 30-pack, and boy, was I proud, right? Yeah, like, right, right, right. Like, yeah, like I put that away. Yeah. No problems, right? That's, that was like the kind of lifestyle sure. that I had, right? So I'd go to work, I'd come home, I'd plop down on the couch, and I would turn on YouTube and just eat, drink, watch YouTube. Uh, you know, and one of the things that kind of like started things, my, I have a six-year-old daughter and she'd be like, Hey daddy, you know, come play with me. And I'd be like, no, like I'm watching YouTube and I'm, I'm doing my thing. (laughs) This is my time. And then as time progressed and she kept asking like, daddy play with me. I realized like what I'm watching on YouTube. I think at the time it was like somebody woodworking, like whittling wood or chopping firewood or something. Yeah. And I'm like, no, I can't. I'm busy watching this dude whittle wood. Right? <laughs> yeah. Now, if you say that out loud, you're like, wait. Yeah, you're kind of like, what the... Wait, I'm telling my dog, my six-year-old, I can't play with her because I'm too busy watching this dude, like, carve a duck out of wood. <laughs> it's crazy, yeah. right? Like, what in the world am I thinking? Yeah. So, I realized at that point, like, uh, I want to be more active mm-hmm. with my daughter, right? And I've got three daughters. Mm-hmm. I've got a 17-year-old, a 15-year-old, and, and a six-year-old. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're just kind of doing their own thing while daddy's on the couch. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, not only was watching YouTube, but I'm like on TikTok, mm-hmm. Instagram Reels. Like, I'm just flicking through my phone all after, when I get home from work. That's yeah. all I would do. Just mindless. So I saw this TikTok that was like... Um, you know, if your child asks you to pick them up and carry them somewhere, like pick them up and carry them somewhere because the next time you put them down, that might be the last time they ask you to pick them up. Uh, so I'm like, mm, that kind of hits mm-hmm. home, right? So that's like in the beginning stages, right? I'm still months away from making any changes. Yeah, so, when, when was this? This About. TikTok video yeah, is probably like first had that. early 2022, Okay, right? Um, like in my mind, I still don't have a problem. Mm-hmm. But I kind of, looking back now, I remember this. Um, so, you know, I'd watch, I'd watch that TikTok. Then I would see like an advertisement about being more productive. Um, and, you know, I don't, I don't know. You guys might see them, you might not. But there'll be like this thing about productivity. And it's like, wake up at 5 a.m., do have a workout plan, meal prep, mm-hmm. you know, set some goals for the day. Like there's all these suggestions, right? So I see this and I'm like, oh, yeah, it's interesting. I'd like to be able to do that. Uh, but I'm fat and I have a bad knee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not capable. You right? still think it's not for you, right? When you see stuff like that, you're like, yeah, that's great for that person, but that's not for me. Yeah. But I'm like, why am I paying attention to this? Like, mm-hmm. why am I even taking the time to read this advertisement? Right. So. <clears throat> You know, it was weird. Like, I started to realize I needed to make some changes, but I didn't put no effort in, right? It was almost like 
social media shoving this information down my throat. Like my phone realizes there's a problem, yeah. but I'm not hearing it, right? Mm. So I think it was probably about like uh, uh, maybe August, September, maybe even October, started to have this pain in my tailbone, mm. right? And I mean, it was like bad mm. pain. Like I would stand up, I'd be sitting fine. I sat, sit all day at work, I sit all day at home. Yeah. I'd go to stand up and I'd be like, dang, like my tailbone is killing me. Like what in the world that's is that? Yeah, that's weird. Right? So that would happen. Then I would have like issues with my sciatic nerve where it flare up and I would get nauseous almost. Ooh. Cold chills, like in a bad spot, right? Yeah, man. So I Google, I Google like, why the hell does my tailbone hurt? Like, <laughs> yeah. this, right? Because I'm not going to the doctor. Like, yeah. Right? Like, what are they going to look at? Yeah. It's my tailbone. They're going to be like, hey, pull your pants down. Yeah. I'll be like, no, that's embarrassing, right? So. So I, do, I, I don't know do. where this is going. It's so bad. Yeah. I don't know where this is going. Uh, don't, don't get too excited. Like, I'm, not, I'm not that funny of a guy. Why is tailbone hurt? Yeah. I Google. They Google, like, why is my tailbone hurt? Yeah. And Google's like, big bold letters, Pat, you're fat. Yeah. No joke. Yeah. Like, it's like, hey, your tailbone hurts because you're too, too heavy to sit on it. You, uh, It can't support you. Huh. You're like wearing that thing out. Right? <laughs> That's right? crazy. I never like, thought of that. Yeah. Like, I want me either. I thought I was dying. I was yeah, like, this was like, it. That's what I expected you to say. Like, you were going in for, like, some sort of, like, procedure because yeah. you had, like, a mass or something. Yeah. Well, that's how it felt. It was yeah. bad, right? Yeah. Same thing with the sciatic nerve, right? Like, yeah. hey, what's going on? It's like, well, you're too heavy and you're causing this inflammation. Wow. So Google crazy. again is like, Pat, you're fat. So, I'm still, like, I, I'm like, yeah, I know I'm fat. But I'm making no effort yeah. to change anything. Right. So as time progresses, I'm sleeping. I'm not sleeping very well, right? Like I toss and turn until 1 or 2 in the morning. I'd be up late for work. Uh-huh. Um, so I started, when I was sleeping, I would wake up and be almost like in a panic. Like I would sit straight up and be like, what the hell's going on? My heart rate would feel elevated. <laughs> he loves it. <laughs> He's killing it, right? I hope everyone at home laughs like that. So. I cut this out. Yeah, no, you're good. Keep it, no, no, keep it's, it's not what I want. Like, in case he knows I have a laughing problem. <laughs> no. So I'd wake up in a panic, right? I feel like my heart. I'm just like, it's just pounding. Uh, and I couldn't tell, like, am I scared of something? Like, what? Am I having a dream? Yeah. Like, what is happening? Right. So, my wife's like, you've got PTSD. You're having nightmares, you've got PTSD. And I'm like, PTSD? You know, what? No, I don't have PTSD. Yeah. So I Google it, and Google's like, Pat, you're, you're fat. You need to change some things, right? Yeah. All those symptoms, it was sleep apnea, right? So yeah. I'm not breathing. So you're waking up, like, gasping for waking air. Waking up, right. gasping for air, right? right? Now, that, that, that happened, like, once, and then it didn't happen for a while. Then it happened again. Then it got to where it was, like, every single night. Right. So now I'm real, like, and I'm still kind of nervous that, you know, like, well, maybe I'm getting ready to start having some kind of mental health. Something's wrong. Right. So I now recognize I need to lose weight. And, uh, but in my mind, it's like, man, like working out is hard and I'm so heavy. And I got this mountain in front of you. Yeah. I got a bad knee. Like, like, what am I going to do? Like, I don't have any workout equipment, you know? 
my only option is to go out for a run and my knee, yeah. Yeah, knee hurts, yeah. right? Like, my mind is set. Like, my knee will never work again. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> I'm on TikTok. I'm still in my same role. And I see this TikTok from Chad Wright. You know who mm-hmm. Chad Wright is? No. So, he's like along the lines of Goggins, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Super intense, former Navy SEAL. Does like endurance stuff now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he has like like a survival camp or something in Virginia that he lives in. Mm-hmm. You can go out there and exercise and build a fire. Because it's a podcast. Okay. Mm-hmm. You have to go back in. I'll try to find that before. Yeah. So he, it goes on all kinds of people's podcasts. He has his own, yeah. but he definitely like steals the show on other people's podcasts. Mm-hmm. He's super intense. He's like slamming on the table. He's Sounds yelling. Like Jocko, but it's not. Well, no, it's not. Okay. But he, he's got like, he's real skinny. He's got this great big long beard. He looks kind of homeless. But boy, is he intense. So whenever yeah. you see a video of him, he like captures your attention. Yeah. Right? So he's talking about fitness and getting fit. And he's telling a story about when he was a SEAL. And his job was um, to like uh, breach their target location or whatever it was. Right? So he's talking about uh, what he does. Like he does surveillance on this target location. And his job is to design a bomb to blow the door off. Right? So he's telling the story and he's like screaming into the mic and he's he's slamming on the table and he's like, you know, I'd go and I'd do this intel and I'd go into the bomb room and I'd build this bomb and I'd roll out my debt cord and I'd look behind me and I'd just see these green lights, right, from his teammates like looking at him through their night vision, like waiting. And he's like, they're waiting on three words and it's execute, execute, execute. Mm-hmm. Right, and on that third execute, he says, "All hell breaks loose." Mm-hmm. So he's like, "I live my life by those three words. Every morning, I wake up and I execute. Right, I execute the workout. I execute my morning routine. I execute my meal plan. And I don't know why, but it like clicked for me. Yeah. And I'm like, I gotta stop like googling all these symptoms. I gotta stop saying I'm too fat. I gotta stop saying my knee hurts." I just got to do it, right? Mm-hmm. Like, stop searching for the easy way out. Just get your ass out there and, and do the, the darn thing. You know what yeah. I mean? So that was like January 2nd, like after a big New Year's Eve party. Right. Like, right. I'm struggling. So I'm like, hey, Victoria, like, go and go to the grocery store, right? Like, bring home some stuff. I'm going to meal prep. And she's like, meal prep? Like looking at me all right. Like, she's like, who are you? She's like, you better actually eat these because the last time you did this, you just left, you cooked them and you left them in the fridge. <laughs> you never ever ate them. Yeah. So I don't think I've missed a workout since January 3rd, right? Uh, about this whiteboard. I think I sent you a picture of it. Yeah. And I've been tracking my weight. Like every Friday, I weigh in, I write it down. And that very first weight is January 3rd, and I'm 256 pounds. You know, and then today, here we are, what, May 12th, mm-hmm. and it's 218.0. Yeah. That's amazing, dude. Congrats. Yeah, yeah seriously. And a, a quick plug, too. If anybody's out there and you're, you know, on a journey or you're like, hey, I need to execute and I need to get on a journey. Um, I started a Facebook group. It's a handful of us that really all around the same time because January 2nd this year is also when I'm like, all right, I'm getting back on the kick, right, and getting in shape. So we started a little Facebook group. If you guys want to be um, thrown in there, we check in on Friday mornings and throughout the week sometimes just we do like a weigh-in on Fridays. It keeps me on track because 
I feel responsible to the group. And I think other people in there feel the same. Like we have, it's mostly, you know, dads, I would say, trying to get in shape for their families. Like, uh, but it's just a, a little bit of accountability that I think we all need sometimes. And, and you don't have it. Like, I feel like a lot of times our, um, I don't know, like you get to this age, like mid thirties, right? You're mid thirties as well. Yeah. You kind of, you almost lose your like tight group of friends, you know, to a point we're all kind of separated, I think. So having this group is just kind of helpful. It, it kind of brings that team environment back into getting in shape. So absolutely. Uh, and that group is only getting better. Like as time goes on, yeah. uh, I think everyone's getting a little more comfortable yeah. with kind mm-hmm. of being, uh, being maybe vulnerable. A yeah, little yeah. Bit. It is funny. Like we all do weight for Casey to send the first text. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, I'm like, that, that, I'm like what's, what's Casey doing? Yeah. Where, where is he? You know, if he's like a minute late. Yeah. And I try to make it a challenge for myself. I'm like, I want to be the first one on there. Yeah. So Friday mornings that like, you know, the goal is five 30. That's the time I wake up. So I'm like, I want to get this out at like five 35, but I'm waiting for somebody to beat me on there. And then, um, and then we're going to start moving the time. Yeah. Up there I can definitely just been yeah. 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 Cause I'm usually like, Getting off the treadmill, wondering, like, where's Casey? So, all right, let's see. I'd love to see the check-in. Yeah, That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so another thing that you brought up, so you haven't missed a workout all year, but one of the things that you talked about that I think would be important for everyone is that you had a day maybe last week where you were like, I was planning on getting up at 4, going for a swim, because you're training now for a triathlon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Wow. Like, this is awesome. Like, you're leveling up, but you missed your wake-up time. I missed my wake-up time. You were like, you, you held yourself accountable to the group. Like, you told us that. We would have never known. But then but then, what was your action after missing your wake-up time? Because I think that's important for everyone to kind of. Yeah, so actually, so that was a Sunday. Saturday, uh, I went with a group of friends at Golf and hit some golf balls. Mm-hmm. Not very many because I spent all the other time doing all the bad things that I've been trying to avoid, right? Right. So Sunday comes around on, so Monday through Friday, I wake up at 4. Uh, Saturday and Sunday, I usually shoot for 6.30. Like, I try to sleep in, but uh, I have to get moving because I got I to gotta stay on top of it, right? Mm-hmm. And family stuff gets in the way any later than that, and they're ready for me, and I'm not ready for them. You know what I mean? So, Sunday comes around. I don't think I wake up till like, 8, right? Like, I really slept in. And I was bummed because I really like to run as the sun's coming up. Mm-hmm. It like puts me in the zone, um, and I'm like, man, you know, like I missed my workout, kind of dragging my feet. End up getting some time where I think, you know, like I got a little bit of time here, um, and I've gotten there's an app that I've just recently downloaded called uh, I think it's called Stravia, and it'll kind of map out runs or hmm. bikes or whatever for you, hikes and stuff. So you kind of put in the parameters. So I think I set a parameter of like three miles or something. And uh, I'm going to go on this run, right? So I've done this run before. I know I can do it. It's not a very hard one. I just, I took off and I ran and I got to my turn. And I was like, you know, let me push it out a little bit farther, right? Get to the next turn to where I would like go back to my house. I'm like, yeah, you know, we'll go to the next one. I ended up running like 8.33 miles, that day, and I have never ran eight point miles because I have a bad knee. You got a bad knee, yeah. right? Like that was a huge accomplishment yeah, for me. Absolutely. That was uh, very surprising. Never walked once. Um, 
And that's on a day where you you slept in and missed your you know your workout. Right? Yeah, yeah. Like I could have easily thrown it in the towel. Yeah, I'd easily been like, you know what? There's always tomorrow. Because um, I definitely didn't want to do that. You know what I mean? Like when I woke up in that morning, I was like, mm, not for me today. Mm, yep. You know what I mean? So I just yeah. I think that's huge. You know, and I I also think too if you're out there, maybe you're out there now and you're like, I need to make this same life change. It is a mountain when you're 50 pounds overweight. I've been there. And you're like, dude, how am I going to get to that? Like, it's going to take me so much time and effort. But really, you can do it in five, six months. Like, yeah. And you think about that over the term of your life. And you actually dedicate yourself to it for six months. That's not a big, that's half a year, guys. Like, this is not like a, you know, huge amount of time. You can transform your entire body in that. I haven't changed. So, as far as time goes, you know. I was waking up at 5 a.m. and was running out of time in the morning, right? I got to be to work by 8. So now I wake up at 4, right? And it's not, it's not difficult. Like I still right. go to bed at 9, you know. Uh, it's not, doesn't steal from my family. It doesn't steal from work. It doesn't, if anything, I'm just more productive. I get more done throughout the day. Uh, and I'm more aware. I'm, I'm, I'm there. Like, uh, you know, Prior to this, I was holding everybody back. Mm-hmm. I was like not producing at work. I'm holding my coworkers back. I'm not producing at home. Holding my wife, holding my kids back. Like mm-hmm. you know, Addison's like, "Daddy, play with me," and I'm like, "Nah, this dude's whittling wood." <laughs> Clearly, she needs that stimulation yeah. of me yeah. getting down there on the floor with her and playing Barbies, or or my 15 year old plays softball. Like, hey, I need to go out and have a catch. And if anything, I I have more time. <clears throat> Like, there's more time in the day now. Yeah. You know what I think, I mean? I think there's a couple of elements of, of some of the things that you said that, that stuck with me. You had mentioned um, that at one point you just you, you decided you had to do it. Like, and I think that so much can be said about, like, I know I've been through a lot of times in my life where I think I'm doing something because I'm, like, reading a book or I'm looking at certain things online, like the motivational things that you were seeing. I'm trying to convince myself that I'm doing something, but I'm really just delaying doing something. And you said you just had to do it. You just have to do it. And that's you just have to do it. Huge. Like, <clears throat> you got to look at it almost like, you know, everyone's capable, right? You can sit there and watch, you know, uh, Jocko and Goggins and you watch them do this and listen to them tell you, or you can do what you guys have done and you can be the Jocko and the Goggins and the Chad Wrights, you just get out there and just do it, mm-hmm. right? Because, I mean, you guys didn't go to college for this. You don't have any training for this. You just decided, like, hey, you know, we want, we can do this. We can be that guy. Like, we can help some people. Yeah. I mean, you two are a prime example, right? Like, And, and you also had said uh, at one point, after you left Legion, I think, you kind of, or you were at Legion maybe for what, 12 weeks or something 12 like that? 12 weeks, yeah. And then you kind of just fell off because you said you didn't have a plan. Didn't have a plan. Right. No, the plan was the 12 weeks. Right. Then the plan ended. That right. was it. And so I think doing things, you can probably speak to how intentionality in whatever you want to do is important. Like just saying, oh, I'm going to do something and then just winging it, which we all do. Yeah. Right. We all wing stuff, but having a plan, putting things in writing, going to talk to somebody who is where you want to be, those yeah. kinds of things. Yeah. 
like having a plan can really get you there, especially if you want to make a change in five to six months with your body. Yeah, and it's not just, you know, the weight. You know what I mean? It's the mental health and all Mm -hmm. that. I think, um, you know, it's important to be intentional, but it's also really important to be deliberate, Mm -hmm. right? Like what you want to do needs to be very deliberate. It doesn't have to be perfect by any means. Like, I, you know, I'm just kind of winging this here. Like, I'm doing what I think works for me, uh, but I make sure that when I do it, it's very intentional and very deliberate. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I think that's great. Yeah, I think having that long-term, you know, like you said, the plan and being deliberate, intentional about it, like, that's something I've looked up to Jason for a long time because, like, this dude's in really good shape you've been in good shape for a long time i appreciate that i've like i've done the same thing as you pat i've went up and down and i've like i've done 75 hard where i got in really good shape over you know two and a half months and then i went off the wagon um so i think i'll ask you this like what's your your plan this time around like you don't want to go back up that 50 i just like me like i'm not going back up i've set a baseline now that i'm like i'm gonna stay here and i'm gonna get better from here like what's your I, like? What's the difference maybe in mental attitude that you're like going to hold on to this time? You did. Yeah, that's, that's a great question. question. Actually, so the difference between those twelve weeks at Legion and today is that those twelve weeks at Legion, like you said, that was the plan, mm-hmm. right? The plan was just to hurry up and lose the weight. It was, right? it was a twelve week plan. Twelve week plan. Yeah, get it right? done, and then I'm going to go back to the way I was. Yeah, this back plan. Enjoy whatever. Mm-hmm. And so in my mind, right, that wasn't sustainable, right? Because it was so extreme and what you had to do and the calorie cut and all that. You know, and what I'm doing now is, you know, I'm not really on a diet. Like this is who I am. This Mm -hmm. is who I want to be. Yeah, it's ingrained itself into you. Yeah, this is not – the plan is for the rest of my life, right? So I've done a couple things to try to keep myself motivated. Like, um, you know, I – I did a duathlon, mm-hmm. right? Completely unintentional. Mm-hmm. Uh, I bought a bike, right? Because I wanted to cycle a little bit. And uh, when I bought this bike, the guy's like, hey, we're putting on a duathlon in April. You should come do it. You're like, what's that? Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> what's a duathlon? <laughs> and he's like, it's a run, bike, run. And I'm like, oh. I don't run, <laughs> right? I'm I got still, a bad knee. Yeah, I'm still like, hey, I don't run. You know, running was very unintentional also, but that's a, another story. So the guy's like, you should do this. So I, I did it. And I got a bunch of people I work with to do it also um, who, you know, they really kick-started. The people I work with really kick-started all of this um, because they wanted to sign up for like this charity bike ride. Uh, it's 120 miles over two days. I have a Peloton bike. Like, that's what I started on January 3rd with, was riding that stationary bike. Um, so I'm like, yeah, you know, I could I could do that. But I needed, like, an actual bicycle mm-hmm. first, right? So I went, bought this bike from Dave's Road Bikes uh, in Dover. And Shout out. Yeah. <laughs> that dude's phenomenal. Yeah. Like, if, if anybody needs a bike, like, he's legit. Yeah. Um, so he puts me on this bike, and... Uh, makes me sign up for this duathlon and you know I'm like looking at my paces and stuff and I gave myself a goal of like 90 minutes right it was a mile and a half run 13.2 bike and then another mile and a half run so I'm gonna do it in 90 minutes I ended up doing it in an hour and like nine minutes so crushed it 
That's awesome. So, what was I going with this? It's distracted by him getting out. Yeah. <laughs> so biking. And then um, <clears throat> the plan, uh, I think, like, the plan oh. on being intentional for, you know, yeah. the long term. Yeah, 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 right. So so the long-term plan, right. So these these people I work with, right, they're like, hey, let's do this bike ride. So I buy the bike. Yeah. They all come and do the duathlon with me, right. We all killed it, like, surprised the crap out of ourselves. Uh, so that happens. And I had so much fun doing this run, bike, run, that I'm like, you know, I need another goal, right? Mm-hmm. So I went ahead and I, I signed up for a couple 5Ks. And you're know, like, yeah, you know, 5K is good, but it doesn't require a whole lot of work. Yeah. So I'm searching for other duathlons, right? Couldn't find any, but there is a triathlon sprint, which is like a shorter yeah. triathlon. This is the Lums Pond one that you sent Lums me. Lums Pond, yeah. I still need to sign up for that. You're still, <laughs> you still promised me you were going to do it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So I signed up for that. I've joined the Y to swim. I'm not a good swimmer. It's going to take some practice. That's a part I'm a little bit. I'm like I'm not a little bit. I'm a lot apprehensive about because I'm not a strong swimmer as well. Yeah. And I know I need to practice, but I'm like trying to figure out when and how I'm going to practice for this. Yeah, yeah. It was difficult. Like, uh, there's, I don't know what you guys. Have. I mean, I guess you have a Y in Middletown, I think, but it's not built yet. Mm. Okay. It's under construction. I have the river. I could swim out there. Yeah, it's, swim there. it's open water. I mean, it's in a pond, so yeah. I don't know. You know, but yeah, it's like uh, it's a big deal. So signed up for that. It's in um, August. And what are the what are the distances again on that? It's a seven hundred and fifty meter swim. Okay, a little less than half a mile. A twelve mile bike ride, and then a five k. Got it. So, and that's August. What do you say, August sixth? August 6th. All right, I need to sign up for that. Are you interested in a triathlon? Dude, what does that entail? What three things is this triathlon? (laughs) Running, swimming, and cycling? 750-meter swim? Yep. 12-mile bike, and then a 5K. Maybe we get Nick out here August 6th. Maybe we get Nick out here to record that as our next physical challenge. How far do we got to (laughs) swim? It's like .44 miles. A little less than half a mile. I mean, like that sounds it's sounds doable. Crazy. It's very doable. All right, well. <laughs> All right guys. Yeah, great. Signed up. <laughs> yeah, I'll see you guys there. <laughs> I guess if that's what we're doing. Um, another thing that that popped up that we talked about on here that you were like you're also we're doing since the beginning of the year was cold plunging, yeah. and we, we can't let an episode go by that we don't talk yeah, about no, cold plunging. No, that guy in, uh, that owns a brewing company, like he's. You guys yeah. are going out in the river or something. We were, yeah. Ooh, I don't know about that. So what are you doing now? Because you also had a similar setup to Jason, I think, where you had like a, like a like trough. A trough. Yeah, and I got the stock tank, the 100-gallon stock tank from okay. Tractor Supply. Yeah, and you were doing ice in there, or you didn't need to when it was so cold out, obviously? I didn't need to when it was cold. Um, I have an ice machine that I use uh, to keep all my beer cold that mm-hmm. I used to drink. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So now I've got – it holds 400 pounds of ice. It's a big ice machine. So wow. now I have plenty of ice for it. But when it was like – when I started this January, you know, I didn't need it. Yeah. Um, I actually did the cold showers first. Mm-hmm. And they just weren't – they're just not cold enough, mm-hmm. right? Uh, so I upgraded and I bought this stock tank. And when I'm at Tractor Supply, the lady behind the cash register is like, you buying this for one of those ice baths? <laughs> and I was like – no, like what? Why are you calling me out? Like, yeah, definitely, definitely not for an ice bath, right? I'm like, she's not thinking I'm weird. No, I have, I have right? a farm. Yeah. So she's like, well, what's it for? I was like, cattle. She's like, 
it's for a nice bath. I was like, I was like, all right, yeah, it's I for a nice you, bath. They are experiencing just yeah crazy volume with that. Oh yeah, they have. Because to when have I went, they didn't have the hundreds. It was all gone. So I, yeah, I, mean, I think I got the last one when I went. Like there was one there. Yeah. So yeah, so I fill it up and. uh you know, January, February, it yeah. was frozen solid. Like yeah. I had to hammer. Like I used my wife's meat mallet a couple times. <laughs> yeah. Open. yeah. And uh, I had this instant read thermometer I'd like stick in it, which was terrible Same idea. Exactly. Terrible idea because then you know. It's like a meat thermometer. Yeah. Oh, you know, but you know the temperature, right? So you stick the thing in there and it's like 34 degrees and you're yeah. like. Makes you not want to do it even more. Yeah. yeah. Because it's a challenge to get in there, especially when you first start. Like yeah. That's the hardest part. If you first when you first do it, I would like seconds. get in and try all these different things, like get in slow, get in fast, and instantly like jumping out. You're like, I can't yeah. do this. Breathe all crazy. The neighbors are, like walking their dog, like looking at you. Like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah. You're out there hyperventilating. Yeah, you do, man. It's nuts. Dude, huh? it is. It is cold. I need I, to try it. I still haven't done like cold, like immersion. cold, cold immersion. Yeah. So it's completely different than just like cold showers are great, but uh, the when that water is legit frozen and you got big chunks of ice in it, yeah, um, it hits different. Like my legs, like from my knees down, will be cold for most of the day, mm-hmm. uh, which is kind of like one of the benefits to it, right? It um, they talk about like uh, dopamine's, I think, mm-hmm. or um, what's the other thing? It it, it elevates something else. Anyway, it lasts, yeah, it lasts for hours as opposed to like, um, you know, other things that make you feel good. Yeah, right? yeah. Like, uh, I don't know. Maybe yeah, the dopamine hit is a lot longer. A lot longer, yeah. Uh, and I think it's like two, 200 to 300% that it like shoots, shoots those up. And yeah. It, it works, man. And then, you know, not only does it make you feel good, but it reduces inflammation mm-hmm. uh, considerably. And not just like my bad knee inflammation, like the inflammation around all your organs. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's really good for you. It helps burn that fat around your liver that gives you that beer belly. Yeah. Andy Frisella used to, I don't want to say he, he did, he used to knock it. He Well, he, okay. So yeah, he did used to knock, you know, Andy Frisella. Mm, I think so. Yeah. yeah. First form uh, founder, owner. Uh, and now he's, he's got he's all in. He's, yeah. he's, he's got one and he, he's actually, he said he's going to do an episode just about cold plunging, about how much, for the most part, it has changed his mental state. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because um, he was on Lexapro for mm-hmm. 10 years, um, things like that. And then he finally got off all that stuff. And as far as the the mental aspect of it. Yeah. Yeah. Really it's, um, Wim Hof has a really good book called The Wim Hof Method. Mm-hmm. It's basically like a story of about him. Uh, like in his words, and he talks about all these different studies he's done or that universities have done on him uh, and how they all get cut short, right? And it'll kind of make you think, he kind of leads you to believe that pharmaceutical companies are like paying off these mm. these uh, studies to make amend. So right they here. were doing studies on him, but then they would cut him short, the study, before they like got any conclusive? Correct. Wow. Before they had like any concrete evidence, they, they would stop the study. Hmm. Um, so in, in that book, he talks about um, being injected with like E. coli yeah, and how he didn't get sick, right? So then they do this study where they take a group of people and inject them with E. coli and another group of people and don't. Yep. And then like they have like some of these people getting cold 
plunges. Some of them don't. They do regular stuff. And, you know, it says that everyone that was doing the cold plunge did not get sick from the E. coli. Right? So he's like, we have all this really good evidence, but it gets cut short for some reason. Yeah. Yeah. They won't tell them why. why, But but. The longer I I live and the more things I experience like this, I just think if the farther we can go back to things like the breathing, cold exposure, like following a common sense diet that's not processed food, like all these simple natural things that I kind of thought were like, you know, kind of hippie before and they didn't like, ah, come on. Like that doesn't really do anything. I just, I'm so convinced of it all now. And I think, you know, really, I think there's something to that. Like there's, there's benefit to people out there, like huge pharmaceutical companies. If we are overweight, unhealthy, um, you know, all the above, right? Like there's benefit to that for them. For them. Yeah. Money. Sure. Yeah. So I just think, man, the more we can get back to that. Um, there's actually a guest that I want to have on. Um, I don't know her name, but we'll get her on. She's very much into like the natural, I would call it natural remedies, whatever, but stuff like this that, um, just brings awareness to maybe, you know, I don't know, lotions or, you know, shampoos, things like that. I would love to get her on here to get her take on it. Because I think it's, uh, I think there's so much of a uh, place for it. Absolutely, yeah. No, I agree. And it, you're right. It does seem kind of hippie, right? And there's still people that are like, you know, like I go to work, I tell people about the cold plunge, and they're like, dude, that's weird. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. weird, man. So, well, know, and also like we we make it weird. Like at least I did. You know what I mean? Like I, you tell people you're cold plunge, and then and it's like a thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then and then, yeah. then you kind of like create like the the being the weird guy. Well, we do it on here kind of purposefully, like yeah. with the cold plunging, like then yeah. we bring it up on every episode to make it a, a thing, you know yeah. what I mean? But really it's, it's like, I mean, yeah, it, from my experience, I would assume your guys' experience as well. It's just something that you can add to your everyday life that is going to contribute to your positive mental well-being and yeah. and some some uh, physical health aspects too. Yeah, like anything that'll help. Yeah. Right. And it's easy. It's like two minutes a day. Well, and that's why going back to pharmaceuticals and all, you know, politics and things like that, that's why it's, you know, not something that is uh, seen as mainstream because if it was, then they would have something to sell us. Yeah. I I agree. That's what I say. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Is there anything else you do in your, um, like, routine now that you've added? Um, that you weren't doing before before we wrap up so I kind of went into this I kind of do I kind of bit off more than I could chew right out of the gate like I went really extreme with it right so I was waking up early I would kind of meditate in the morning Mm -hmm. really it's just me drinking my Mm pre-workout before my workout but it's in silence like no TV no phone Uh, just sit there on the couch drink my pre-workout workout cold plunge eat breakfast and then I follow the cold plunge up with a cold shower before work. Uh, at night, you know, I I focus on spending time with the family now, mm-hmm. right? I'm not on YouTube watching those dumb videos that mean <laughs> absolutely nothing to me, right? Yeah. Like, I'm never going to carve a duck out of wood. <laughs> but I am going to play with my kids and, and hang out with my yeah. wife. Uh, I do read now. Um, you know, and I've tried reading... A bunch of different stuff, but I keep resorting back to those books that my six-year-old likes, right? So we lay we lay in bed together. She's like, you know, Daddy, read me a book. 
So we've rent Charlotte's Web, Hatchet, James and the Giant Peach. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I read that book that Casey sent me. That was great. The Positive Thinking oh, yeah. one. Beyond positive. I bought some other books, but I can't. I just can't get to those yet. Like you know, I'm reading to to my daughter, yeah. and, and they're chapter books, and, and I read. I, I enjoy them. Yeah, good. Charles yeah. Webb is great. Yeah. I just actually read that with my kids. Yeah, oh, yeah. it's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> right? And I close it up. A lot of lessons in there too. Yeah, and then I was journaling for a little bit. Um, I wasn't really good at it. Yeah. So like. You know, I took some of your advice, right? Mm-hmm. Like, write down some goals. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, what do I want? Mm-hmm. Right? Like, and you're like, you know, don't think about it. Just do it. So I'm like, you know, I want to win the Powerball. <laughs> I want a mansion. I want to lose 20 more pounds. And I felt like it didn't mean anything mm-hmm. to me, right? So then I started, like, jotting down things that I've read or things that I heard or uh, and eventually it kind of died off, right? Every once in a while, I'll bust that journal out. Like if I got like a really good quote or something, I'll write it down. But it's not something that I'm doing every day. So really, I haven't added anything extra. Yeah, I've only kind of taken things away. Yeah, I love that. <clears throat> That's huge too, though. I mean, I think as as you look at anybody out there, if you look at where you are now, you know, we, we know that habits really shape shape you and your success in every different area. So I think that removal process is maybe just as important as the things you add. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and for the goals too, I've kind of, um, I still do write them down pretty much, probably five days a week, but I found that like my list is kind of, it's, it really isn't changing a whole lot right now. I kind of have things that are like really pillars, you know what I mean? The different areas that it just keeps them top of mind for me. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Like, I think that's important is to, it kind of keeps those, dreams focused yeah you know what I mean and uh, you know it's something to consider you know what I mean like when I was doing mine right kind of similar thing right always losing weight was always like priority pillar on there but then the Powerball you know the big mansion the new car like in hindsight you look back you look at those things and you're like you know I don't I don't need that great big mortgage payment right yeah I don't need that great big car payment uh, but I do need to lose weight mm-hmm. um, so to me it just you kind of laser focused on that yeah, yeah. absolutely and uh, I'd rather read 10 more pages of Charlotte's Web with Addison than close that book and bust out the journal and, yeah. and write down winning the Powerball you yeah know what I mean? exactly but I like how you're saying like you know, keep them on top keep them on top yeah you know, well important. I think too I mean maybe those things aren't really your goals Maybe there's somebody else's goals that you picked up, like that big house and the car. Like at some point, that was a goal of mine, and then I realized like this isn't really that. Those things aren't as important to me as like I write down now that I want to be a patient and present father. Yeah. So like that's your thing right now is like that time with Addison. That's maybe that should be one of the things that you're like you know just keeping top of mind. And yeah. if you're doing that, you know, great. But you know, maybe that's part of the reason why the goals aren't. They're not sticking because maybe they're not your goals. Yeah, that's a good point. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah good point. Um, anything else you want to touch on? Any questions you have, Jace? Um, well, just, you know, you had said early on, Pat, um, you know, you, at one point you were like, man, if I could just get down to 225, I'd be happy. And and so, you know, that made me think, like, have you come to a point to, like, realize that, like, no number is going to make you happy? Yeah, no number is going to suffice. Right. Like you're. So where would you say that you are, like, in your – and how, like – the weight loss journey and like how you're 
like emotions go together? So, you know, like uh, I ran that duathlon. Mm -hmm. I shot the shit out of myself that I did it as fast as I did. Yeah. Right. Uh, you know, I'm I'm really happy. Right. Like, how does it get any better mm -hmm. right now? You know what I mean. But uh, if I don't continue, I'm not gonna know. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. I don't know what that final number is going to be. I don't know where I might plateau at. But if I don't just keep on track, I'll, I'll never know. Right? right? Like, I could put a number on it all day. Right? Like, it's funny because I got to 225 and I told Luke and Tina in the driveway, like, hey, you know, I got, Done. I hit that goal. Right? Well, I didn't say goal. I said, hey, I'm 225. And Tina goes, oh, yeah, not, you don't got too much farther to go then. And I was like, hmm? Like, that was the goal. You know? <laughs> yeah. And she was like, well, no, you look great, right? So I went in on the garage, like, at, at the end of that night, and I wrote on my whiteboard, like, the new goals now. Yeah. 225 is not enough. Like yeah. Tina said, <laughs> yeah. not enough. So yeah. she comes over, she sees it, she gets a hold of me, like, take that off of there. Like, yeah. not, not how I meant it. Yeah. But, like, you know, the goal is just to be better. Yeah, you know, every day that's a great point. A little bit better. Yeah, I, I find that when I strive for something, and if I hit it, I'm just looking for the next thing. So, mm -hmm. um, I would assume you know, just being happy, just being healthy is like is a win. Yeah. Well, you know, I don't wake up in the middle of the night with sleep apnea. Yeah. My tailbone doesn't hurt. <laughs> that's cool. That's a plus. It's crazy. That's a plus. You know, like how did, did that? Did it just went away. It just like went as you lost weight. As a lost weight. No way. It hasn't happened again. Huh. Like Google was right. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like people are like, don't Google your symptoms. You know, I Google them. They're going to tell you you're fat. You always <laughs> wait. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's as simple as that. But I, yeah, I think, I mean, we hear this all the time is that like you're, uh, when you're in the process of working towards something, that's what actually gives you the happiness. Like people always think that when I get to whatever my goal is, when I get to 225, when I get to a million dollars in the bank, when I get to, this thing, that's when I'll be able to let myself be happy, but it's really it's in actually, the process. Yeah, it's actually usually when you hit that thing, like that's when you get a letdown. Yeah, that's when like oh, the yeah. depression probably starts to set in because like everything you've worked for is now over. It's like Christmas. Yep. Right? So you're, yeah. you're excited for Christmas, right? Everybody, well, I was as a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Super excited. It gets there, you open all the gifts, and then it's like a letdown. Yeah, it's over. Yeah, yeah. You got it's, nothing else to work for. It's like when we were kids, right? And you're like, man, I just want a job where I can make a hundred thousand dollars a year. Yeah. And then, you know, you see, look at your tax return. And you're like, wait, I made a hundred thousand. That's <laughs> all it is. But where is it? Yeah. Like, I don't feel like I made a hundred grand. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I don't feel like this. I should be so much richer. Yeah. yeah. Well, and if you're making ninety five, and then you make one hundred three. Like it, yeah. it's, it's like that number is just so fake. It's those, so arbitrary. Those things are, are so fleeting as far as, you know, when I get to this, I'll be happy. And it sounds like you are all in on it. Yeah. No, you just got to, you know, it's that lifestyle change. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, you know, the goal is just to be better. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I love that. Dude, 100%. And that's, you know, it's just a perfect thing. That's exactly like with my goals now, what I've realized is like all the material things I was writing down that I accomplished was like, eh, whatever it, it, you know, yeah, it's cool for a minute, but then it's like, eh, I need something to work towards. Yeah. So that's why all of mine have changed. Like I said, to like, you know, being a patient, like there's, there's not an end, end point to any of them now. It's yeah. like, I just like, I want the contribution or like, you know, my, uh, my being to be 
always getting better towards, you know, a, a better thing versus, you know, a set number or goal. Yeah. This was good, man. I appreciate you yeah, coming on here you, and sharing this. I apologize for laughing at your tailbone. <laughs> Bro, uh, sometimes I just get into moments where certain things click and I, Casey can attach. I'm glad I didn't like fully understand what he was laughing at because I would have been right there with yeah. him. And we would have been here like... And for- there was a moment where like you said something I looked at him and I was just like, that's what she said. Because like if I wouldn't have like voiced, if I wouldn't have got that, I would have been in my mind and we would have just stopped. I'm like this, uh, like trying not to look <laughs> at it, trying not to make eye contact. Yeah. Bro, that was great. Thank yeah, you very yeah. much. Good. Yeah, I appreciate you being on. And uh, everyone out there if you um yeah if you took something from this or if you have questions about this like we we would love to engage and like have conversations just like we do here with anybody out there um also as part of that friday group if you're trying to get in shape jump in there with me and pat and uh jason i'm gonna add you and uh hey if you want to do a triathlon in lums pond on august August 6th i went to the bathroom and i came back and i haven't signed up for a triathlon (laughs) yeah we we already registered you and you got your bike jersey yeah i don't have a bike uh, you better go see Dave. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and if you need a bike, go see Dave in Dover. <laughs> Guys, I appreciate you. Thanks so much for tuning in, and uh, we'll see you on the next time around. Thanks, Thanks Pat. Joe.